Three shots, four part, I just do two. One pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo. New driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you finna do? Think I'll try to get on into Start right, good line, good view, it drew. Shoot him, McGavin, two thumbs that's up high and two fingers pointed. The green jacket is going north of the border. Mike Weir has won the Masters. Sometimes these part three green look like an island. I plunge in and keep it on dry land. At least I'm a try man. I up with the five and might use the trap man. I got a check man. I think a boss beat. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back on the Screws Podcast. We're here with Jesse Florkowski. Nailed it. We got it. Um, how you doing, bud? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. No, thanks, Jesse. We, uh, I was saying like we we've been chatting for a little while now and and one of the things we kick off a lot of episodes with is me absolutely torching somebody's name. So I don't know if we're gonna cut out Bryce's first intro there. We we this uh week we have Jamie Florkowski. J- come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're so worried about the last name and you missed the first name. Jamie Sedlowski, Sedlowski. <laughs> Jesse Florkowski hits the ball a long way, but this week we don't have Jamie Sidlowski. Yeah, absolutely torched the name, and and Bryce uh, Bryce did the same. So we might have to mix that in right here, or you might have just heard it. But uh, Jesse, thanks for coming on. We've connected with you through Todd at Paragolf Canada. Um, we've been chatting a little bit a uh, little while now, so I appreciate you making time and coming on. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of. How you got into the game and how it started? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm 31 years old. Uh, born and raised in Medicine Hat, Alberta. Um, I was actually born with one arm above the elbow um, due to a birth defect. Um, I was uh, lucky enough to be raised by my grandparents, and they were actually avid golfers. And uh, took me out to the golf course one day, and I think I was swinging a golf club before I could even walk. And uh, golf's been a big part of my life, and I hopefully it continues for a very long time. That's awesome, man. I uh, we were just saying I have a four week old son today, actually. So he's been to the driving range a couple times already. He has not swung a club yet, but he's uh, he's been on the on the range, you know, pooped, peed, whatever it is on the uh, on the range, and kind of cemented his territory there. But uh, you know, you mentioned you had one arm, Jesse, and we kind of connected through Paragolf Canada, who we've had on in the past, and you know, the things that Totter is doing for, you know, people of all disabilities, whether he mentioned like there's some people who've had strokes or like yourself uh, might have like a loss of a limb or, or really just any way to connect individuals to be able to enjoy the game. Now we're three pretty good golfers in this chat. And I was telling Bryce, I was like, you know, Jesse is very good. Like you're a five time um, one armed champ. Is that a North American champ champion? It is, yeah. Like there's people from all over the world that come to that one, but yeah, it's it's classified as the North American One Arm Championship. Okay, so and you've won that five times now. Uh, yes, five out of six times I played, or six out of seven. I'm not too sure, but yeah, it's one of the. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, I'll ask you a bit of a two part question because obviously at your level, you're you're having extreme success with the game. You're a PGA Tour of Canada member. Um, I don't know what your handicap is, but if uh, if you track it, I would love to hear it. Um, can you share some of your you know challenges and uh, that you faced and overcome throughout your game, and then also kind of let us know any like accolades that you've also accomplished as well? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I actually do track my handicap on every score uh, right now. I'm sitting at plus point nine right now. Um, it's but yeah, so like yeah, like, uh, 
So yeah, so that's like some of the things that I've accomplished. I guess the one, the one good thing about, I guess not the good thing, but the easier thing is with me being born with one arm, I think I've, I've been able to adjust a lot easier than someone that maybe have lost, like lost an arm or had a stroke or something later on in life, right? And so I, I kind of really don't know any, any different, right? So a lot of people ask me, like, if, if one day if someone could give you an arm or if there was technology out there, if, if you could have one, I probably would say no because I think I'd be totally lost. Like, I don't think I even know what, know what the heck to do. Right, but yeah, so like for like some of the, the golf things I've done, I've actually played on the Methodist College golf team for three years. I travel all throughout the United States and play a lot of disabled tournaments. Um, so far, I've won twenty-one divisional uh, disabled open golf tournaments to this day. So. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in because any we we put this up on YouTube. So anybody watching over on YouTube, or if you're listening in your car on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever it may be, do us a favor, head over to YouTube. I'm gonna drop a video of Jesse Swing right here. Jesse, you're a fellow lefty as well, right? Yeah. So uh, Bryce is not. So 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 many of my buddies. I say this all the time. Like I golf with seven or eight uh, guys randomly was just chatting with my buddies, uh, Curtis and Kirk. Thanks for listening to the podcast guys. But uh, it we're all lefties, right? So it's, it's kind of nice to see another lefty and um, somebody with an accent kind of like mine. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So um, 20, you mentioned 21 divisional titles. I had to stop you there. Cause that is um, something that is great on any field. So it's, it's, if you could kind of maybe explain what some of those events are like, like going to them and are you playing a lot of, like, I know when Todd mentioned what he was doing with Paragolf Canada, trying to match you with golfers of similar abilities or, um, people that are, you know, like if you have one arm or whatever it may be. And so I feel like playing at a plus 0.9, you said you're going to have a hard time matching up with players that are as good as you. You're a better golfer than I am. You're a better golfer than Bryce is, uh, both of the, us on the chat and we are both very good golfers, but, uh, how, uh, like, how has that been for you? What have some of the events been like? And with uh, some of the work that Paragolf is doing, are you seeing some more, um, I guess the word I'm looking for is like, uh, just some more, I guess, like-minded golfers. Well, like I said, with Todd and what he's done with Paragolf, I think the challenge, like you said, is trying to get everyone grouped together and see if you can have a, a fair playing field, right? Because it's not fair, or it might not be fair for like a lay guy to competing with someone that maybe be blind or, or one-armed, something like that, right? So I think they're trying to figure out how we can do that. But when I play in the events, what they usually do is, so like I'm classified as, as a G4, meaning so I swing with one arm, don't touch the club with anything else, like a prosthetic or anything like that. And what we'll do is we'll compete together. But for instance, if I want to compete for the overall championship, I would just play from the back tees, play against the overall champ, uh-huh. the overall champ, like the championship, and still competing against the one-arm guys as well. So it's not necessarily handicap-driven. It's more they would just back a tee, and then they would call that fair from there. Exactly. So like, if you want to play for the overall, they don't take handicap. Like a golf handicap in, yeah. in, uh, well, even disability, right? So, like, if you want to play for the overall championship, you can compete against guys that have missing legs, maybe that are blind, um, maybe CP or something like that. So, and so that would be included in those 21 divisional championships? Exactly. So, like, right on. um, but I, I've like, so I've won like the arm divisions in those tournaments, but I've also won the overall championship, like in the, for instance, like the Alberta. 
Amity Open, I, my, my province. I've won it seven times. I've won the BC one three times overall. The overall Canadian Amity and Disabled Golf Association tournament, I've won that one twice. I've won the one armed six times. Wow. So uh, going along with uh, with winning, uh, we heard that you got you had the longest drive using one arm. Um, I do. Give us, so, us some background on that. Yeah, for sure. So I, I believe it was three, four years ago. Um, there was a gentleman in the state that did a bunch of long drive stuff and he went to a lot of the long drives and he was promoting um, like disabled long drives. So he uh, got an event going on with a pair of long drive competition. It was actually held at in the atmosphere at the same event uh, that the guys were playing off on this weekend. So yeah, I managed to get it out there 333 yards. That was the longest of the two days today. And I, yeah, I hold the world record for that. So it's pretty cool. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty holding a world record at all is is pretty amazing. And that is a that is a long drive. That is that is not short at all. Is that the longest one that you've put out that you can remember? Um, like it's all probably in like a long drive competition. But like I'm sure I've hit it, I've hit it further than like wow. a regular player or something like that. Well, actually, yeah, yesterday or a couple days ago, I was on it was a part five. I was like five five thirty at one hundred thirty eight in. Oof. So, that's not bad. That's not bad. Bryce here hits the ball an absolute mile. Um, we we played a couple rounds recently, so I can comfortably say Bryce's uh, average driving distance was somewhere around three forty off the tee. And this is always a great opportunity to talk about my near hole in one on number five at Dundas Valley. I do this all the time. Uh, three hundred forty five yards. Uh, yeah. So didn't happen. Didn't happen for me. But. Um, I want to, I always love asking this question, um, Jesse, and I gave you a little bit of heads up. I love finding out from people their dream foursome. So it doesn't have to be golf related. It's just one of those questions that we can kind of learn a little bit about you. Um, some of the players that you'd like to play with, or even, you know, some celebrities, whoever it may be. Uh, so if you were to be able to play around with any other three people, who would they be? Yeah, it'd probably be, I think anyone would kind of choose Tiger. I know what he probably did was the best thing back in the day, but I mean, for what he's done for the game of golf, I think we owe everything to Tiger for what he's done. And even the, guy, even the guys on tour, right, they have everything to owe to him. So I'd say Tiger, probably another uh, lucky Canadian, Mike Weir. Love it. And then probably, and then probably another, uh, so another golf-related, probably Phil Nicholson, who's lucky as well. So, that is a touch max heartstrings yeah if you uh if you listen to this episode in the uh in the intro we have an awesome uh intro from roy blackroy so anybody listening at this point go check him out at roy blackroy kind of like roy mcelroy and uh, go check him out on ig and then i cut a little snippet in there of when mike weir won the green jacket so that is a uh that is a definite oh. soft spot for me i love it yeah. bryce did i uh cut you off do you have anything you wanted to ask um just one more thing um we kind of touched on it when we were chatting before um just your thoughts on bryson doing a long drive um do you think it's good for that do you think it's bad um just just give me your thoughts and what you think about it for sure like i was saying i'm for what, what he's actually accomplished in the long drive i think no one expected anything like that i don't even think he even did um whether it's good for the game i believe 100 percent it is now, nowadays, everyone wants to hit it as far as they can, right? So, now all these young guys that are watching Bryce and doing it, I think it's, it's huge for the game, and it'll get a lot of people into the game. Yeah. Whether it's whether it's regular golf or long drive. Yeah. And we all we all have different opinions on him, whether it's good or bad. But for sure, 
I think we all have to agree he's good for the game and he's growing it no matter which which way it's going. As long as you're bringing more fans in, we exactly, exactly. And I and I and I totally one hundred percent agree with that. If he's bringing people into the game and bringing more people to play the game. I'm all for it. And that's kind of uh, like one of the things that Todd was saying too, right? Um, so again, Todd Kierstead, if you haven't already listened to our episode of Paragolf Canada, um, go back a couple. I'll try and link it in the description, but <clears throat> excuse me, same type of thing, right? Just trying to get more people to play the game. And we've been lucky enough to speak with, uh, or I have the um, 2020 Canadian long drive champ. So I was talking to him just a few minutes before we hopped on and um, he was, I think he finished in ninth or 10th um, and he was saying how just unbelievable Bryson was just came up kind of chatted with everybody made time for everybody who wanted to talk to him shared some uh you know just I guess shared some some ideas thoughts on the game etc and I just saw that's why I'm looking up something on my phone I'm not ignoring the two of you but uh I don't know if either one of you guys have seen this because it was just posted a little while ago but uh the the match Yeah, so it says November 26th, Thanksgiving weekend, uh, Wind Golf Club Vegas. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be pretty wild. Are they going to be going at each other on the mics, or do you think it's going to be pretty contained? I think it, it's going to get built up. Like, you know, you see a lot of those, like, boxing events, and they get built up. The guys are at each other, and then they're kind of friends by the time they get there. Like, we saw them sort of kind of reconnect at the Ryder cup and yeah, the hug and whatnot. I think like, look, I know like I'm a, I'm a Bryson fan. I'm a Brooks fan. I I'm just a golf fan in general. So um, like Bryson's a unique guy, but I think he made a lot of fans at the Ryder cup and, and Brooks had kind of a, I don't want to say it was a black eye moment there, but he, he sort of had a, a not great moment when he had, when he was trying to get that, uh, when he was trying to get the lift on the one play. Right. But, uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. It's great for the game. Um, those guys are exactly. And I think it was called, I can't remember. It was like the PDI, like there's money going out to like players that are, you know, most active on social media. So these guys are both geniuses, man. Like they are, it's like 40 million over the course of a year and they are going to get a significant chunk of that. Right. So, um, I, I wanted to ask you, Jesse, a little bit. So you're a PGA, uh, PGA of Canada member, correct? That is correct. Yeah. I just, like, I, just as, soon as, I, as soon as I got out of, uh, college and finished playing college golf. I got my card right away and I've been in the association ever since. Right on. So how was that for you? Um, like, I think I, I know a little bit about it. So, um, obviously you teach and then when, when you're qualifying to get your PGA of Canada, you have to like, you play a tournament, correct? Yeah. So I guess the good thing with me, uh, because I played college golf and my scores were good enough. They end up just taking my uh, college scores, giving me a pad exemption, just getting my, my cards. So. Love it. Love it. Okay. So you're still teaching to this day? I am, yes. Okay. What uh, what club are you working at? Do you mind mentioning it? Yeah. Um, so Connacht Golf Course in Medicine Hat. Okay. And, uh, right after you and I spoke, um, we were actually kind of, we connected and I think like the very next day you went and golfed with, uh, Akinot with, um, with Dale Villelli. I always, again, ruin his, ruin his name. So I see you, anybody checking it out. I see the dog father hat here. Um, so how, how was that for you? Cause I know that, um, obviously he has a massive social media following and just seems like, you know, just your typical Canadian guy, which, you know, all three of us here are a little Bryce is down in the States now, but, uh, He's just, it seems like a really, really cool guy. So how was that? Um, I know he had, he kind of mentioned he was like blown away by how, how good of a player you were. So what, what was the experience like golfing with him? 
Yeah, for sure. It's been actually awesome. Actually, uh, Dale's been a member of SNL Golf Course since he was small. Like, actually, our head professional was a head professional back in the day, and his uh, his parents would actually drop Dale off at the golf course, and Brian would pretty much babysit him because he'd be there from sun up to sundown. He'd play all the time. But uh, playing for him, it, it, it's been great. He actually, uh, he's one that actually got me kind of moving forward and saying that people should be looking out and what I'm doing is, is remarkable. So he's one that, he actually posted a few videos of me on his Instagram page. And it's crazy how many, like I, I got you guys contacted me, I had a few other ones. The followers I had on my Instagram increased both like significantly. It's been, it, it's crazy what social media can do. Absolutely, man. Like, absolutely. I, I remember like you and I had spoke, I think literally like the afternoon before you guys went golfing after, um, cause I, I first, uh, learned about you, uh, you through Todd posting on the pair golf page. Yeah. And then the next day I'm kind of flipping through IG stories and I was like, no way. That's like, I was literally just talking to that guy. And I, yeah. So it was great to kind of connect. And again, I appreciate you coming on. Um, you mentioned uh, a little while ago, so I had a bit of a connection with the uh, Canadian Tour, PGA Tour Canada this year. Got to carry the bag for a weekend, uh, the TPC stop. And when they were out at Elk Ridge, you mentioned that there was a past event where Triple Bogey Brewing uh, sponsored an event there, right? So yeah. you have some familiar, uh, you're familiar, have some familiarity with Triple Bogey Brewing. So this is the swing oil segment hydrated by Triple Bogey. Bryce and I are just going to fire off a couple questions or layups uh, just to learn about you, kind of share with any of our listeners uh, a little bit about Jesse Florkowski, not Jamie Florkowski or Jesse Sidlowski. This is Jesse Florkowski, the longest one-arm hitter in the world, correct? Correct. Amazing, amazing. So. That uh, That is a pretty, pretty incredible, incredible feat. So. I gotta know. Have you ever had a hole in one? I have not. I'm still searching. Really, really. Okay. All right. Yeah. What's your favorite snack at the turn? Favorite snack? Well, Dale would probably like this, but probably he definitely got me hooked on the hot dogs. Condiments or none? Uh, yeah. yeah what's definitely, going on? definitely condiments. I don't. I don't know how he does it, but what, what's going condiments. on? It everything. Ketchup and onion. Ketchup and onions. I know it sounds weird, but yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Like I might throw some mustard on there in place of ketchup, yeah. but if it was ketchup, yeah. either way, onions, throw some onions on there and I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Um, favorite track you've ever played? Probably I would say Innisbrook where, uh, I believe it's the Valspar championship was played on or, or Copperhead, sorry, Copperhead where the Valspar championship. Played. Valspar championship. We've got a Canadian winner there in Corey Connors. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Okay. Um, All right. Favorite on course beverage, whether it's alcoholic or alcoholic? Uh, alcoholic would be spiced rum and Diet Coke. Love it. Love it. Okay. I've had a few spiced rum and Diet Cokes in my yeah. time. Uh, lo- lowest round ever recorded? Uh, 66. And that included 10 birdies and a double on a par five. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Okay, that is the swing oil segment hydrated by Triple Bogey Brewing. Thank you, Jesse. That is uh that is pretty amazing. But hold on, we gotta talk about that a little bit. So 66, 10 birdies, no eagles. No eagles. And a seven. Took a seven on number nine to shoot, I think, three under. Oh, wow. Three. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, I mean, I had two other bogeys that owned one of them was a three putt, and that one I just picked up. But yeah, it could have been, uh, it could have been extremely low. 
That definitely, yeah, that's, well, that, that could easily be flipped to a 63, right? So, okay. All right. Um, Bryce, do you know your little round? 70. 70, okay. I haven't broke it yet. I I can't do it. I just haven't done it. Yeah, and for me, it's a, uh, I think it's a 72 or 73, and I've told that story before. So, um, it was like playing competitive high school golf or whatever. I was playing in like the, I don't know if it was the Ontario Championships, and I was in third, I think, and I shot a 91 the next day. So it was, uh, it was, it was pretty rough. I was in like grade nine or 10. So I, uh, I, uh, wasted my best round this year. We were in the scramble tournament, me and my boss, and I had seven solo birdies and we shot 59 and I was in a scramble. I like it. Yeah, that one at uh, that one at Dundas. So that's where Mac Hughes grew up playing, and I was uh, solo six under through six, and our group was eight under. And um, that's my like near hole in one story, three hundred forty five yard par four, hit it yeah, to like just cool. over a foot. Like love telling that story, but uh, I did not miss the eagle putt too. If you're wondering, but uh, <laughs> it was like it was at the point where I could literally hold my phone over, like it was so close that I could hold my phone and still tap it in and not miss, but. Uh, Jesse, really appreciate you taking the time. Um, appreciate what you guys are doing for the game and, uh, and you know, Todd as well. I, I literally was just talking to Todd a couple days ago about, uh, I think he's looking at starting up a podcast. So hopefully we can hear you on that podcast as well. Um, it's always great to uh, connect with other Canadians, hear a little bit of our, uh, you know, our twang or whatever it may be. But uh, appreciate you coming on. Maybe we can catch up again with you sometime and, uh, and have you on. So this will, uh, this will go out for anybody, uh, anybody listening here. Um, it goes out of course on any, uh, streaming platform. So that's Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, whatever it may be. And at on the screws podcast over on YouTube and follow us on Instagram at OTS golf. And of course, where could we uh, get a hold of you or, uh, or connect with you, Jesse, uh, any of your social media platforms? Yeah, for sure. So Instagram is jflo.01. Uh, Facebook is just my name, Jesse Flakowski, as, as well as Twitter, Jesse Flakowski. Awesome. I will definitely, uh, I'll post a couple videos throughout the chat here over on YouTube. I'll link your social media down in the description. Um, and if you haven't, you got to go over and check it out. And that's an episode of On The Script Podcast. Bryce did the intro. Awesome time today. Awesome time. I still don't think we've gone full episode about butchering your name but maybe next hey i did okay today i did all right it's when i uh it's it's when i exactly so when i hear that uh that deep canadian voice like myself i feel at home i feel comfortable i'm I'm less nervous but you ask me to pronounce marty savich winskovich sorry guys but uh we're talking about long drive and jesse jamie it is definitely a tongue twister but all right guys enjoy the rest of the season i know uh you mentioned that you guys are turning over kind of tomorrow jesse so hopefully get a bit more golf in uh enjoy it and uh and all the best to you man thank you for popping on and uh hopefully we can catch up again all right He's out in my ball and of course I tee up I lose the ball and I rear up I miss the fairway, I probably end up in the ocean Or maybe the beach And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it Second was blind, I see it Feel like it might be an average